0: hey hey everyone this is the charisma quotient I'm your host Kim Seltzer a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence make connections and find love from the outside in as we all start talking about reopening no matter where you are in the world there is a new normal and it looks like Quite different than the world we once knew. Now, the question remains... How do you proceed to reopen your dating life and find love even in this new world where we continue to practice social distancing? Now, here's the thing. This pandemic has changed the way people date and will continue to do so in the future. There is a strong prediction. A lot of experts are saying this, that these shifts may end up having long-term effects on how people date Even if we get through this and find a vaccine and all of that, some it's going to be a huge adjustment, and for some, maybe not. But we are in a state of recalibration. I call it the pendulum effect. I've talked about this before, but this is a perfect example of what this effect is all about. Dating was heading towards something. That wasn't even looking like dating, to be honest. We were heading down a path of swiping on people, a lack of emotional connection. We were often relying on fancy dinners and sex to date. But now I'm actually seeing it swinging the other way. That's the pendulum all the way to the other side where people are now forced to slow down, build emotional connections, and court one another again. And that's not exactly a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing. And I've seen this with a lot of my clients. What is interesting is that a study showed that there has been a 5% increase in people looking for long-term relationships and a 20% decrease in those looking to hook up. And here's something else to chew on, which is research-based. It's on the concept of slow love. That before even all of this happened, there was a lot of studies being done on the millennials because the millennial trend has been that they are going on fewer dates, they're having less sex, they're marrying later, which also they are predicting will have a positive implication of having healthier, lasting relationships. Moreover, here's some other statistics is that people who date 3 years or more before marrying are 39% less likely to divorce. So, studies show a longer courting period translate to a more stable marriage and we have gotten away from courtship, you know, over the years. So, with the notion in mind of slow love and dating, how can you apply this? To a phased approach to dating in this new world so that you can attract a healthier partnership more than ever before. I have a client right now who is in a successful virtual relationship, and I had worked with her in the past to help her break the cycle of attracting narcissists and emotionally unavailable men. Now she realized after coaching together that her inability to express her feelings and shape-shifting constantly into what she knew men wanted of her caused her to attract these lopsided relationships and she had a hard time speaking her truth, getting her needs met because she feared they wouldn't care, but here's the thing, in reality, she was attracting guys who didn't care because she was too focused on them. So Also, she realized she was heavily relying on the physical connection and activities she would do with the men versus building an emotional connection and intimacy. She just didn't know how until we started working together, and she started out by taking my online group coaching program, which, by the way, I'm super excited. I'm starting up again in a whole new way, so definitely contact me if you're interested in that. Um, I'm kind of taking applications for that. Anyway, and she learned how to express herself. She went through the program. She learned how to get over her fears around rejection, feelings of not being good enough, And we also worked on how to correct her over caretaking ways and demand more for herself. And after dating some men after that, she grew, she really, you know, grew not only in an emotional sense, but also figuring out what it is she really wanted. And she started cutting out patterns. And I'm happy to say that after getting back in touch with me, She did do some individual counseling when the pandemic hit, and she met this guy online. And they've been going strong ever since. And what she realized is that when she was stripped from the ambiance of fancy dinners and physical chemistry and shape-shifting into something that she wasn't, she has been able to focus on the quality of interactions and emotional connections. She says now that this is the best relationship yet that she's ever experienced, and for the first time, she knows what it feels like to share that emotional intimacy and to finally receive. So slow, you know, slow love works, and it is the key to having a phased approach to dating, to find love in this new normal now. This is important because we are entering a new way to approaching dating and love, and this is going to be here to stay, at least aspects of it. And if you learn to take a slow-phased approach, you will be able to attract a more meaningful and longer-lasting relationship, possibly more than ever before. Now, I know what you're thinking. That all sounds good and well and in theory, but how how are you supposed to date someone without having a physical connection? It feels like a big waste of time probably in your mind chatting on texts endlessly and going on these video dates that never end. But here's the thing. How much time have you wasted going on endless meaningless dates only to lead you down the path of disappointment? If you do this right, and I know it's not that easy, and with a little bit of guidance, you can learn how. You can learn more about a potential date or partner from a few emails and video exchanges than you would for months of dating them going on superficial or stiff dates, relying too much on the expensive dinners or shiny object. This is your time. This is a time for authenticity, for vulnerability, breaking down barriers, so that real connections can be made. And if you are searching online for a long-term partner eventually, learning this phased approach to dating might fundamentally change your behavior for the better. Slow love works. And it is the key to having a phased approach to dating to find love in this new normal. Now, today, I want to walk you through a slow phased approach to dating so that as we get back out there, as we think about reopening, you will date smarter, not harder, and in a whole different way. All right. Now, the first phase I'm going to call digital courtship because really that's what's happening nowadays. We're getting back to the basics. You know, courtship has such value and a lot of us have gotten away from it. So this is time to get back to that and use it to your potential. Now within digital courtship, there are a few things to keep in mind and pay attention to. And this is where you can start mapping out your plan. Number one, you have to be prepared. So get in a date preparedness mindset. And what I mean by that, first and foremost, you got to get a handle on your fears and the self-sabotage around this. You know, not only might you have fears that have prevented you from change in the past and other relationships where you've gotten hurt, but now we have an environment that's causing fear, right? So it's a double whammy you really have to face some of these fears and look at what these fears are about and how can you face it. You know, have an internal conversation with yourself about what your fears are that's stopping you from doing things like moving forward or even just taking one little action and consider if it's a problem that you need to confront. Are your fears causing you to lead a less fulfilling life than the one you hope for. Now, I did a whole podcast on the top five fears that prevent you from finding love. I encourage you to go back to that episode because if you're getting stuck right here, listen to that episode and see if any of that resonates with you. And I give tips on how you can overcome that. Because slow dating, what we're talking about right now is based on the desire for you to slow things down, get to know a potential date mate without all this pressure and focus on high quality connection and closeness. That's what your mindset should be around. Not You know, in fear of dot, 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 or, you know, thinking too far forward in the future of like, I wanna find my soulmate tomorrow. Like, it's really staying present and wrapping your head around focusing on what this is about. And that is high quality connection and closeness. Okay, the second thing to focus on in digital courtship is getting kind of pre date ready. So, pre date prep, I call it. Get ready to dive into the digital courtship, curate your space, you know, get your outfits together. Come on, now now more than ever before, There's no excuse in getting an outfit together because you only have to get half the outfit together, (laughs) okay? You just have to have like a nice top. Know what colors flatter you. Know the um, tops that might look more date worthy than just throwing on a sweatshirt and disheveled hair and a baseball cap. You know, put some intention to it. I'm not saying that you have to, you know, wear a red dress, although it might help you. And there's a lot of research that says, even with what you're wearing on the bottom, even if nobody sees your high-heeled shoes that you might have on, when you wear certain clothes overall, like a costume, it's going to affect your behavior, your moods, your performance. This is research. It's called enclosed cognition. I'm not making this stuff up. You can look it up. So it, it really does matter when you put your not only mindset into the dating thing, but also your body and what you're wearing. Um, Do your hair. You know, if you're a woman, do your makeup. Guys, you cannot get out of this. You too have to put on a nice shirt. And, you know, even if you shower, I think we'll really admire that. We will notice that. Okay. We can't smell you right now through the computer, but Again, this is about you. When you are feeling good in front of that camera with that virtual date, that energy is going to transcend through the camera onto the other person. Oh, and by the way, have good lighting. Like don't sit in the dark. Talking to somebody, and they all you look like is like a gloomy shadow, like not a good first impression. <laughs> and kind of creepy, to be honest. I've seen that. Okay, I've been kind of um, checking out some people's virtual dates that, who have done that online. Some have recorded it, and I've seen some really bad lighting. Okay, so that's the pre-date prep. Then you're going to come up with a date plan. Now your date plan is the action. Right. So you're getting your mindset ready, you're getting your body ready and your lighting and also your backdrop ready, everything. Now you got to put yourself into action. So the key to facing any fears that you may have is taking that one small step at a time. Going too fast or doing something too scary before you are ready will always backfire. So it's important to keep moving forward. And you can do this by simply mapping out a schedule. And a structure to your dating so that you aren't just throwing darts blindly. Like figure out what apps to go on. Pick two. You know, don't go on five and overwhelm yourself. You know, figure out how many days of the week that you're going to dedicate spending, you know, your time and energy around dating. I, with my clients, even put a time cap on it so that you put it in your calendar, on your schedule, when you are going to go on the apps and just really be laser focused on the dating. It makes a difference. There, there is also something around your energy when you're going on bumble in the middle of your workday and you're trying to get something done. Like that is going that message is going to come through to the person receiving it. So make sure that You are totally turned off of your work stuff or your mommy or your daddy stuff, you know, whatever else you have going on, and really put it into the focus of dating. Okay, then, and this is really, really important and probably where you're gonna spend the most time, is working on building quality connections and authentic first impressions. Now, what is that? Practicing dialing in on your conversation skills. I want you working on your flirt techniques, pay attention to the content of your interactions and really show you're interested, okay? That, that's another thing that I see a lot of people you know, the mistakes that I see people make is that they're just kind of numbing out. They're going through the motions. They're not really paying attention to the content of their conversations and they get frustrated that nothing's progressing. But then when I look at their conversations, it's very robotic. It might be like interrogative. So if that is you really pay attention to how the conversation flows. Are you listening to the person? What kind of feedback are you getting? You know, we're also really used to relying on body language and physical touch to convey the way we feel, but you know, you can't grab your date's hand or put your arm around them. So you've got to find other ways to convey that message. You know, make it clear that you want to continue chatting with them and when you have that enthusiasm and you show that excitement again they're going to pick that up and they're going to want to see you again or have another conversation with you be playful present positive you know one of the best ways that you can do this is practice your flirting techniques and and almost just like have fun don't don't just talk about humdrum things or gloomy things avoid negativity and gloom and doom talk Yes, are we in a state of a pandemic right now, which ultimately is very sad and it can be very depressing. But on the flip side, can we use this to be more positive and connected with people? You know, we now have something in common right away. It's something that we can start a conversation with and it should be used more as an opening of conversation to build that sense of, you know, solidarity and even empathy, And, you know, almost like joining each other, but not complaining about it, not gloom and doom and not, and I also, I've seen this on Bumble exchanges. I'm not making this stuff up and you, you should do an audit for yourself and look back on your conversations. Sometimes you're not even aware of it thinking, oh yeah, well, I'm just, you know, relating to this pandemic and how people are feeling. But if you're saying, Oh, I'm so over this. I can't wait till this is over. I, I da da," da, da." And you're just constantly complaining. That's going to come across as really negative. Okay. So that should all be under the phase of digital courtship. Now, let's say you're, you're doing that for a while. You're getting really good at it. You're feeling like you're building emotional connections. That should be the signal for you to, to possibly move to the next phase. And then phase two is what I call virtual dating. Now here, what you're going to do is really focus on quality over the quantity, because in the first phase, maybe you're just having a bunch of conversations and you're doing a lot of practicing. Now you're kind of narrowing it down and there might be a few people that You really are connected with, and possibly it's down to one or two people where you're finding yourself enjoying their conversation, their company, you're looking forward to their text, you can't wait to have the next date. Um, This is also a phase where you get creative because you're having more contact with people. Suggest fun, various activities with one another. If you've had good conversations already, you know, just suggest some fun things because you're also going to get to see them in a different light. And I got to say, people are being really, really creative right now. Um, They are finding ways to, you know, play games online, go to dance classes. Um, They're watching Netflix together. I mean, if you really think about it, you could probably have more fun getting creative in a virtual sense than some people do in the real world. Because first of all, in the real world, it might be more expensive. You might wait longer to do something like that with somebody and you're still stiffer. You know, there, it, look at all the shows that are out there now and all the barriers that have been broken, even with actors and actresses. I mean, everybody's kind of getting down to the same level and we're all playing with each other and laughing. And so that's a really good, you know, state to be in when you're trying to build attraction and relationship. Um, this is also the phase to get deeper with more personal stories. You're sharing more about yourself. You know, think of it as an onion. You're peeling away the layers of somebody to get to know someone. You're not showing each other the core of who you are because obviously you're taking it slow, but you're seeing different layers of everyone. So yes, this is where you practice expressing your feelings. That client that I told you about who is really successful. This is what she did. And she found that when she was sharing some things about herself, that he was actually listening to her and she wasn't used to that because guys usually weren't used to listening to her, but she also wasn't used to sharing about herself. So I um, just worked with a client. Gosh this was 2 days ago and she asked me well how do you how do you express yourself online or on Bumble what are some ways to you know build that rapport and what I'll say about this, I mean, this is something I get really meta with with clients. I, I go into people's profiles, I'll take a look, I'll diagnose the problem. I don't like giving cookie cutter answers here because how this plays out with everybody is really, really different. But with her, she actually was doing a great job. So what I found is that her, you know, her conversations were very connected with the guy that she was talking to. He would ask a question, she would answer it in a playful way and then she would throw something back at him, that would be more in a sense of how she felt. Using feeling words as much as possible, um, a little bit of the storytelling should take place as well, and you're not just throwing facts at one another. So this is a really good phase where You should check in with yourself and say, wow, you know, how do I feel after every time I talk to that person? Journal about it. Don't just pay attention to what the date is about or how you're coming across. This is an opportunity to really pay attention to your feelings. It's a deeper kind of connection. And then finally, look for consistency and commitment. Now, here's the thing. You might get to the point, because this is going to apply to phase three, where you're down to maybe one person. And I've had, gosh, I can think off the top of my head now, 10 clients who are in this position right now. I'd say because of the length of where we are at right now with all of this, most people that I'm talking to are up to this point. And now we're. I'm starting to see phase three with people. <laughs> and I'll get into that in a second. but. A lot of people are down to one person and now they're trying to think, oh my gosh, now what do we do? Because I just want to date this person. I just want to talk to this person. But now we have the obstacle of, you know, seeing one another. So what you're looking for is how this person shows up. Is there consistency? Is there commitment? Is there excitement around seeing each other? And that it's not just one-sided that 's the other thing, are you chasing this person where you 're spending more energy than the other one, or is it really even? Is it reciprocal like there 's this mutual excitement with one another and there's you 're starting to talk about just talking to each other you know that 's where the commitment can look like right now virtually is that maybe you get off all the dating apps um, it could look like Um, A conversation like, you know, let's just kind of focus on getting to know each other now. I'm going to turn off all the other dating apps. I'm not interested in meeting anyone else. And I'm really excited about where this is going kind of thing. So now let's talk about phase three. Phase three, I think we're still going to learn more about as time goes on, but I'm calling it relationship slash situationship. And the reason why I'm saying situationship, because it is a situation that we're all in right now. And I think no one can really predict what it looks like, but there's some excitement around that as well, because I think on the other side, we might see something really, really different. This is the phase where you really work on building your confidence, not just with each other, but yourself. So no matter what happens, you got you. You know, that's the thing to think about is that, you know, if you set yourself up for too much excitement, get too attached to the outcome, it might backfire on you. So make sure that you're feeling really solid with yourself and also really practice good communication with this person that you're dating. You know, as things are happening, you get to see how they handle stress, This is a time where stress is really high. People are having financial issues. There are relationship issues with family members. Depending on who's in the household, you get to see a lot of conflict going on. So you get to see people at their best and at their worst. And with that, that is a good way to detect also how you can handle it. Now, it's an intensified kind of situation and emotion that we're in right now. So it's kind of beyond the, you know, the normal things that we experience in everyday life. However, how we handle the stress, how we communicate it, Conflict resolution, problem solving, expression. That is the stuff that you should be really looking at. This is also a phase to start getting clarity around your expectations and what this is about. You know, if you're really looking to have children, if you're looking to just, you know, date um, and not really get married, are you looking to get married? You know, have conversations about it. Not that it's, you know, um, kind of deal breakers at this point, but it might make you pause and take a look at kind of the longer term goals that you both have. And then finally, you can have a conversation. And this is such a personal thing around meeting one another. Um, Obviously, I can't advise either way what anybody should do around that. But this should be something that the two people should use their own discretion on. And like I said, as things... You know, phase out. And as we start to get to know the world better and what is ahead, this will kind of shape things. But in the meantime, just really focusing on that relationship, building the communication and confidence and expectations will really serve you in the long run. And this is beyond just the state that we're in. I believe that these three phases are going to be crucial moving forward. Even if we have a vaccine, even if we get back to normal, all the research backs up that when you do slow dating, you attract healthier relationships. Okay, so now's the time to uh, read my letter. I just actually got this in as I was planning out this podcast, so so it was perfect timing, but I'm getting a lot of these emails. Um, This is from Anita. And Anita says, I decided I don't want to wait for the pandemic to end to attempt dating and could use some guidance as how to proceed on that. I'm still healing from a relationship where my boyfriend was emotionally unavailable. Is it possible to start dating again, given the circumstances? Uh, Okay, Anita, I'm so glad that First of all, that you're thinking about dating again, that's really healthy, uh, and especially since you are healing from an emotionally distant relationship. The truth is is that this is the perfect time for you to date. The irony is that the physical distancing and dating will actually help you not attract an emotionally distant one in the future. Does that make sense? What will be important for you is to learn how to date in a whole new way and use this time to develop skills in building quality connections and closeness. And this is an opportunity to be more thoughtful around how you express yourself and what to pay attention to. So number one, I would highly recommend you stay in phase one for a while. I'm not going to put a timestamp on it because obviously I don't know you and what your circumstances are, but Your job right now is to practice building a different muscle that hasn't been used before and learn how to open up, be more vulnerable, and demand more in the courtship phase. And this is the perfect time for you to do that because you don't have the temptations of the physical world and getting caught up in that as a distraction. So you can really focus on it. The second thing I recommend is just start being more aware of your shares as you're having conversation with these various people, as you get back out there, following the guidelines that I just went over in phase one, how many times are you sharing yourself in conversations or are you just being more reactive and you're waiting for the guide to ask you everything and there you go again, just being the good audience, really make a challenge for yourself to share earlier in conversations. And finally, I highly recommend this is a time to journal your feelings every time you have an interaction with someone. Pull in. You're used to, I'm guessing, paying more attention to the man and his feelings rather than your own. So take the time, pay attention to how you feel so that you can get to know yourself better and what it is that you want to express and want. I am really excited for you because you are about to use this time to get a handle on this part of your life and experience something more connected with a man and that will finally be reciprocated. Remember, it's not about waiting until things get better, and this is for you listening to, or feel like you're wasting time if you can't meet someone. Slow love works. And it is the key to having a phased, more thoughtful approach to dating to find love in this new normal. So I hope that was helpful. And I really want you to pay attention to those phases as you think about your own life. This has been the Charisma Quotient, of course, and I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you wanna know more, make make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you were listening to this and remain frozen, not knowing if or when to start dating during this time, here's the thing I'm going to offer you right now. I know I usually offer breakthrough calls. I'm going to do something a little more targeted this time. If you really want to know where you're at and how to approach dating at this point in time, sign up for a social distancing strategy call with me. And I'm just going to get really laser focused with you. You can book it right here by clicking on the link in the show description. And I'm going to help you determine which phase you should be in because you might be listening to this and not really know what phase to focus on or even what parts in the phase to focus on. And I want to help you do that. And we'll map out a plan around it. So I hope you take advantage of that. Again, the link will be in the show description. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.